baby, we got a wild one for you this week. That's right. And when she says wild, she actually means it. In a sloppy seconds first, we're talking about erotic hypnotism. Ooh, and huh? guess what, baby? We got a demonstration! There was cum in the room! No, there wasn't any cum. Call HR. No, but it was very horny, and now I would like to be hypnotized. Please enjoy this episode. Show everyone your muscles. M. Oh. M. Mom! When your first choice is a big old bus You turn around and boom You end up with a sloppy second Oh, diva Our number is 213-536-9180 Our email is sloppysecondspot at gmail.com Now on with the show How you subject to be little fucks You not little fucks You dirty little fucks Well, no sloppy second Big dipper, me bomb, me bomb That's big dipper I'm feeling wild. I don't know what's about to happen. I'm very excited for today's show. Is it because I'm wearing like earrings? You do look very professional. You've got earrings on. You've got nails on. I feel like um, you just now in March, I guess this is coming out, you're feeling New Year, New Me. Uh, no, these wigs were just given to me and then late. it's a late. <laughs> no, these were for someone else who didn't pay it. So they came my way. Oh, yes. that is a drag secret right there. If you don't pay for your things, they go to someone else. Mm -hmm. Well, and did you pay for them? I tip the person very well. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. I feel like you can be a generous tipper, but then also you're the kind of person that goes, I don't care if they only, if they need the tips. I didn't get my Coca-Cola on time. I feel like you do both. No, I tip I tip everybody in the service industry very well because I don't think it's fair that they don't get paid well enough. I agree. But enough about the service industry, and let's start talking about the servicing industry. Oh, God. The <laughs> service And enough about the service industry. Let's get to talking about the servicing industry. You know what I mean? I think it I would be better if you just said servicing instead of, like, over-enunciate. Should we workshop the joke right here live? Yeah, let's do it with them in the room. Okay. okay. So enough <laughs> talk about the service industry and yeah. let's get to the servicing. How about go industry of servicing? Oh. Give it a go. See okay. if they like it. Enough talking about the service industry and let's start talking about the industry of servicing. You know what I mean? That's right. We... I fucking hate you. Today, uh, we have a person who we don't really know very well, but no. we're fascinated by. Please welcome Mind, Mind Fox. Of Fo oh. <laughs> what did you say? Mind of Mencia. Mind Fox Muscle. AKA Jeremy. Hello, Jeremy. Hi there. Hi. How are you? I mean, doing well. It's good to see both of you. It's Thanks good to for see being you too. Here. Thank you for being here. Now, we just ran into one another. Um, we, we'd been messaging back and forth. I reached out to you on Twitter mm -hmm. and I was like, okay, your Twitter feed is very intriguing to me. Mm -hmm. Would you consider being on the show? You were really open to it, but we've never met in real life. And then we were both down in Mexico. Puerto Vallarta. And I so saw you, you saw the sty when it was bigger. <laughs> oh yeah. When I had my big, it it's, was it's huge. still there. It's my so sty. I, I had one too, actually like going right into it. Really? At, like literally at the same time. Yeah, no, and then and then like on the first day, it like magically disappeared, and I'm like, oh, thank Christ! Like, well, see, that wouldn't happen for him. It just got worse and worse. Uh, Five. No. It probably just moved time. then from me to you. I'm sorry. No, oh. I had it before I ever okay. met okay. you. Okay. I <laughs> had it before. No, but I also hate that everyone's like, oh, dirty butt, and it's like it's a pimple. Right. It's not conjunctivitis. Right. I've had conjunctivitis from dirty butt. 
I've had a stomach flu from Dirty Butt. You <laughs> have also experienced things from Dirty Butt. What did I get from Dirty Butt? Layla McQueen. Oh, I tasted it. Um, but anyhow. Uh, you ever tasted Dirty Butt? You know, I mean, yeah, but I've never, I've never like, can like contracted anything from it. But what does it taste like when it's dirty? I mean, what's that mouth? It, it varies, right? Like, it Do really it? depends. It depends, it depends on what they ate. No, exactly. And it's their whole like microbiome, it's all of the inside of them, everything that's alive there. That's what it tastes like. What a beautiful way to put it. <laughs> How's your microbiome these days? All right. <laughs> okay, so I saw you at PV. I walked up to you. I introduced myself. And you were like, yeah, I'll see you in a couple days here, here at the podcast studio. And look at God. Yeah, so how was Beef Dip? Tell us about it because I've never been to like a bear event like that. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, it was definitely bear soup. Um, I had a really amazing Ooh, the time. The water gets a little murky. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, Mantamar, I'm like, I'm like, I don't know they, if, if they had some way to, like, sort of, like, rake the pool between the days, but it's just kind of a cumulative, <laughs> you know, a cumulative seasoning. Okay, uh, I went in the pool. Yeah. I, w- I went to the beach club for one day. I went in the pool for 10 minutes. With your eye? Yeah, it's a pimple. On the island, you make it sound like an infection. I just think it's embarrassing to have one. I'm tr- right. I was embarrassed. Okay, that's all I need. I was just stay in the house. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so I'm in the pool. I'm talking to my friend, and he was mm. like, "Let's get out." And I'm like, "Okay." Mm. So I I take a step, and I feel something on my foot, mm. and I go, "Oh," and it was hard. Huh. So I was like, "Okay," and it felt plastic, and I was like, "Okay." So. This could be like a part of a glasses or sun, you know, yeah, some sunglasses. Yeah. So I feel around and I, you know, lift. I'm like lifting Douche. my foot up, and it's a cup, and it's like, oh, it has a swim up bar. So someone right. dropped their cup in there. Oh, yeah, so fun. I lift the cup up, and what is sort of attached to the edge, as if it's a garnish, a band aid. And we very oh, kindly. Oh, no, I can No, I'm gonna vomit. We very kindly took the cup and just went and set it on the bar okay. and exited the pool uh, so with with a band aid. I, I, uh, yeah, I no, didn't I, touch the band aid. I think that is wise. Yeah, it was wise. So bear soup in full effect. <laughs> now, do you think it becomes so soupy because of like all, all the sunscreen that people are wearing and their body oils, and then a couple people, of course, are probably still loose from a fisting and. I mean, my my guess out. is definitely like it's it's got to be the sunscreen. You know, it's just like it's this it's this stuff that's like layered on top of everything else. But it makes that nice sheen. On yeah, the I mean, top I'm sure the there's water. plenty of other you know like constituents, but I, I'm guessing sunscreen for the most part. <laughs> sunscreen and duties, optimistically and duties. Okay, uh, one thing that I was really because uh, I didn't attend a lot of events, but I walked around. We couldn't with that sty. <laughs> I walked around and I paid attention to what was going on. It really fe- feels like a mix of like, you know, people looking at you, I would identify as a muscle bear. Oh, thank you. Versus, see, thank you. He, he, he said thank you. Uh, he knows versus, you know, sort of the chubby bears or the more just like b- natural bear types. Mm-hmm. Uh, it seems like a, a mix. Do you... Is that your take on it, or yeah. do you feel like the people sort of separate out and it gets kind of clicky? I mean, my my hope and sort of definitely what I observed at Beef Dip, but not everywhere and not all bear events, but like what I observed at Beef Dip is people really didn't seem to care. They're just like, oh, actually, people are beautiful, and let's just let's just be bears together and otters and you know the entire zoo, 
and it was it was really nice. Like, and and I hope that you know I'm I'm not just being sort of Pollyannish about it or something. But mm. that's that was that was the vibe that I got. Like, people just seemed to be interacting with everyone, and you know, everyone was giving one another the time of day. And like, mm. I would say I did see like like obviously it feels. We all go back to high school in those moments, and so oh, yeah. you see a it's group of five like huge, like roided out dudes, sort of lumbering. And down I go the stand street. with them because they are my people. Because <laughs> you say matchy matchy, matchy matchy, best same, friends, same same. But it does feel you sort of get into a shell like that, and then one of my absolute favorite things is to see the couples when they're sort of fighting. No, very mixed body types, mm. and you see like the super roided out guy with the tiny petite one or the big chubby one, and you see them sort of holding hands or walking down the street, and you're like, ah, ah. there is hope for everyone. True love is out there, you know. Yeah, I mean, I hope that we're not I, and and. I think the promise of bear events and like bear culture was to like let go of kind of clone culture and that idea that it's just all got to be this homogenous, you know, thing. Right. Um, and I, I don't know that that is always the case. I mean, no, I, I know that it's not always yeah, the case, yeah. right? Not. For sure. But this, this event in particular, like people really didn't seem to be too caught up on it, which yeah. was really nice. There wasn't that crazy like sort of self-selection and sorting into like, oh, well, this is that sort of look and this is that sort of look. It's just like, no, everyone's in the soup. Um, everyone's, you know, like doing whatever they need to do that are to their brains to like chill the fuck out. And yeah. I did Gee. see you. Now, <laughs> <laughs> whatever they need like, to do. Whatever, whatever they, they need to the do. Whatever you can get. Oh yeah, the pharmacia. Right. Um, my question is, it's like at a lot of events, my issue, not just bear events, is that I don't like being like overcrowded mm. and I feel like I need personal space. But when I was looking at the pictures from Beef Dip and like the video that you sent me, it's bodies on bodies. How is that? Like, how do you have a conversation? How are you enjoying that? For for me, I need my space and like to be able to talk to people. So yeah. That's I mean, where the G comes in. Yeah. Right? Uh, <laughs> right? Like people, people will drop a pill and then suddenly your like personal space like just sort of shrinks. Uh, I, I find mine would get bigger. I'd be like uh, further right, away. Right, right, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, no, I, I think I think it depended on um, whether you're doing a bunch of things in the clubs that were down there, or you know, if you're if you're at the pool or the beach. Because pool or beach, you've you've got yeah, you know yeah. quite yeah. a lot of space. Even even at the like pool at Manamar, it's like there were plenty of times where I could easily have like stretched my arms out and like not bumped into anybody. Huh. Um, but like the clubs are always kind of, it's always kind of a crush. It kind of seems like you can go down there. And I think the similar thing happens like in P town where you can go down there and be like, Oh, I'm going to do the beach every day and do go to these drag shows and go to this dinner and go out to this club one time. Yeah. Or you can go clubbing every single night and never do any of the other stuff. Like it's sort of a choose your own adventure and you can do it in any way you want. I would be out every night. I know you would. Oh, yeah. But well, speaking of, I did see you sort of clump up with one group of people, but I think it was just because you're all friends. Um it seemed like a, a San Franciscan uh slash uh Phoenix contingency mm. all of um content makers oh. who were all sort of greeting one another uh at the at the beach. Yeah, that was that was our our house by oh. and large. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> like, yeah, those they the rented a house <laughs> they, were, they were there for work and play. Right. <laughs> oh, did was it a work trip as well? You know, I, I thought about making it one, but yeah. then um it got kind of lazy. 
And mm. I mean, I, you know, I've got like. It's so a, hard to clean out on vacation. You know yeah. I mean? Also, yeah. think about having to set up the camera, find someone to film. For sure. Set up the camera. I mean, I mean, well, yeah, but like, you gotta, like, hopefully. You gotta have, have a Don L to film from <laughs> yeah. far away. I mean, I think, I think the way to do it, if I, if I wanted to like multi purpose the trip, would probably be like, yeah, see if we can get a room and like have cameras in there all the time. Um, but I also like stream. Uh, yeah, well, or, or you know, ooh. just just you know, we're like, just like that's the, the filming and, room. Yeah, right. It, exactly. It'll stay set up exactly, and that rent it out to, to the other guys yeah, there. Yeah, throw in some GoPros, you know, and like some some decent, maybe one or two decent cameras. And then I'm always in the corner, Not, right? <laughs> With yeah, just yeah, like yeah. an iPhone two. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 you're giving me an idea for beef dip next year, where there's just like a cam house. Yeah. Mm. You could do it. You, you could, could do, do it. it. Like, I'm make, sure make other it people a... do it already. All right. Well, let's get into why why we brought you here. Enough small talk. Yeah. Yeah. What is it about hypnosis that you're attracted to? Uh, that's a that's a really good question. I think that's I think that's a lot of the time how this conversation starts. Is yeah. like what what like got you into this in the first place? And I think it's one of those kinks where. Uh, or you know, for for me, more of a fetish really than a, than a kink, where it's like you you kind of like wake up to it at a very at a fairly early time in your life and see like images in media or something that's like something's going on, you know, like um, uh, this guy uh, Sam, whose last name escapes me, but I, I can add it to the thing to the notes for this. Uh, coined this term fetish cling. Which is like when clang fetish clang like the sound like clang like oh the, like the I know sound of a loud bell yeah. or something and it's the idea of like you're watching something like with your family say and some scene comes on that like hits like a fetish or a kink for you and it doesn't for anyone else like they have no idea what's happening but for you it's like for me oh, yeah. it was a you're picture a of moment. Antonio Banderas in a gold speedo oh my god that's when I knew oh. I said that man's gonna get right? bored yeah I feel like when we were talking. Uh, at the beach, I said something about your. I was like, "Oh, are you going to bring your pocket watch?" Mm. And I forget what I said, but to me, it was fairly innocuous. Something about the pocket watch or about it being shiny. Yeah. And you went immediately like, "Oh fuck, that's hot!" And I was like, <laughs> "Oh, that didn't even like yeah, register to me as something sexual." Oh. Yeah. So you, you, I mean, I think I think when you have a, a fetish like this, you wind up sort of um, you really Unintended. put a lot of. But yeah, right. Yeah, you put a lot oh, of energy. Yeah, you, you put a, wind up putting a lot of energy into like these objects or or like scenes or actions that you see in, especially in media. So it's like when I like when I saw. I mean, for me, it was uh, Disney's Robin Hood, which gave so many fetishes to so many people. Well, yeah, fucking so, Robin Hood was like, hot. It's hot. It right for search, it right? Like that animal. fox could get it. Yeah, that fox could get it. So like like furry oh, ground zero. Fox. Furry ground zero for our like generation for uh -huh. sure. There's this whole bondage scene also where he's basically like tied up after like uh, oh, the yeah. Remember? Like and he's he's basically like is is tied up on all and just looking like uh, you know all defiantly. Um, and then and then there's like the scene with uh, with Sir Hiss where he is hypnotizing the king whose oh, name yeah. I, whose name I forget and the king's like sucking his thumb. He's like this you know big lion. Oh, I remember that. Right? And when minute, I, that movie was horny. It was I'm horny. Rock hard. Right. Of course you are. <laughs> Didn't even have to get the pocket watch out. Right, exactly. And and so like you know seeing that like you know at a really early age you know it's like it's like I don't know what's going on but something is very much going on. Yes. Right. Sir Hiss. Right? I forgot about right? all of that. So that was your that was the clang. What made so, you like get into 
to actually doing it? When did yeah. you start? You know, well, that's my only motion for it. No, no, no. It's, it's good. That works. That works. Uh, yeah. No, I can. I can intuit from that. No, yeah. Right. Like it seems a very natural <laughs> yeah. transition. Like, <laughs> um, yeah. So I think. Uh, I think for me, like a lot of people. Um, that my, like my fetish was kind of a second closet, right? So mm-hmm. it's like, the, it was, the, it was the first, the, you know, coming out as gay and, you know, sm- you know, small town and, you know, l- you know, largely religious place. And then getting to the point where I'm like, oh, I'm actually comfortable like coming out of this. And then for years after that being like, oh, I have this thing that I'm really into, but it's like, it's like a weird thing. Like, and I really don't think that people will like me if they yeah. find out. Right. And so it was. A certain at a certain point though, you know, like you kind of resign yourself to thinking like, oh, I'm just gonna have this in my like spank bank and these are gonna be fantasies and that's mm-hmm. all that's ever gonna be. Mm-hmm. And but um that that changed as a function of time. And you know, I started to like, you know, very tentatively, you know, like mention it to people, but I actually mentioned it to, you know, a fairly early boyfriend of mine who had some uh some training in psychiatry. And so he was like, Oh, well, I could I could do that to you. And I'm like, Okay, you know this. This thing is like you're like the dog that finally caught the car. Yeah. <laughs> and so there was this there was this moment where I was like, all right, uh, you know, and we were we were at some some club, and I sort of like brought this up, and he was like, yeah, no, let's do that, and then and we did, and for me that was this whole. I, this 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 whole thing, this whole world opened up of like, oh, this doesn't just have to be something that's in my mind and something right. that's like, you know, I'm gonna like you know beat off to. This can be something that I actually enjoy with other people, and. I think from that point on, it was kind of just a matter of time before I was like, all right, let's uh, let's maybe get a little bit more public about this. Let's mm. see if uh, other people are interested and if it resonates. And and, you know, it turns out it really did. Like, I mean, when I when the pandemic rolled around, I was already kind of considering like, uh, you know, like I'm going to try out OnlyFans. I have a little bit of an I'm discovering a little bit of an exhibitionist streak. Like, let's see what this is about. And then um, it was very natural to be like, well, I really want to do some hypno stuff because there's not a lot of that online. Like, I didn't right. know that it existed, to be honest, yeah. until I saw your stuff. Yeah, there's there's definitely been, um, over the years, like, people will roll out these files and stuff, but um, there's, like, a lot of, uh, there's a category called, like, Sissy Hypno, which is n- not my particular, like, Kappa-G. Oh, but, no, no, what's that one? Uh, Kappa-G! <laughs> Kappa-G! <laughs> but, oh, my God. But, uh, but, what is it that? also, it sounds like a cool party or, like, a remix. Or, like, like a serial Kappa-G. No, I was <laughs> sissy hypno. Oh. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean it could definitely be that a party. Be yeah. But it's but it's a kind of like uh it's kind of like uh hypnosis for the sort of like feminization thing. And uh, and, and people Whoa. who sort of like eroticize Wait a that. Minute. People who eroticize that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Maybe and before I get into drag next time. Yeah, can, you gotta come in like a little lady. Yeah, it's a whole tap thing. into your feminine side it's actually once for once. Um, but I, but I couldn't, you know, at, at that time, like find exactly what I wanted. Like there was, there was some, you know, like media, there's some porn, you yeah. know, like that, that had like hypno themes, but nothing that was like, all right, that's really like scratching the itch. And so I'm like, all right, well, it's, it, you know, it's not, it's not, uh, entirely altruistic, obviously, but I'm like, well, I'm going to make the porn that I want to see in the world. Yeah. You know, that's what we do right here. We make right. the content we want to see. Yeah. So, uh, so that was, that was kind of the genesis of it. And. Um, you know, just started like releasing this stuff on OnlyFans, which has since become like extremely restrictive about uh, hypno yeah. content. Yeah, they're getting weird. Well, well, I didn't know about the hypno content. Wait, well, why? Wait, 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 cons- wait, 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 wait. I have questions. <laughs> well, I guess start with the why, but then I want to go back to like, wh- how did you train yourself to Let's hypnotize people? Take a break, and uh, then we'll answer these. No. Questions. 
Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, ah, okay, we'll be right back. <laughs> This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bad. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now, that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your if I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this. Like, make a change in how you think. I think we all think, like, that's just how my brain works or, like, this is how I see the world. But those things can shift and change. And you can learn tools in therapy to be like, look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different. You, those are things you can talk about with your therapist. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And we're back. Okay. So before so, the break, I was so rudely interrupted. <laughs> um, restrictive. Yeah. It's tricky with hypno because of consent. Yeah. I think that's a because good part people of it. are saying, "Yeah, go ahead and hypnotize me," but the idea is, once you're under hypnotism, you're no longer in control, as seen by the only. Oh yeah, and I guess writing on a piece of paper like "I consent to acting like a dog" would kind of take you out of like the fun of it. Well, I mean, I think it's, I think it's, arf, a, arf, arf, arf. Uh, I mean, well, that's a, that's a, that's a whole other subgenre. Uh, what? Which, which I mean, which, well, but no, yeah, right, yeah, it's like, like the zoo files. No. <laughs> uh, no. Now talk about no. Captain G. No, 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 wasn't no. that a movie? Zoophiles? Utopia. But you know, like, uh, uh, no, but like, like, pup play is definitely a, a bona fide so to speak, subgenre. I've never uh, seen someone hypnotize a dog. Uh, no, 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 like for, for like, uh, not, not for cis pups. Like for for uh you know this pops like but for but for you know for for humans who are who are becoming dogs in their minds uh oh but uh so um where was I 
There's there's a question in there. Uh, Meepo wanted the to know restrictions, how you... and then when did you train yourself? Right. Okay. So with regard to the restrictions, yeah, it's a, it's definitely like a sort of pre consent situation, right? Where it's like if you are going into a you know like heavy bondage scene, you know, and say you're going to be gagged or the like, then you got to sort of pre consent to that situation, right? Like that's something yeah. that you have to negotiate in advance, right? And hypnosis is very much the same, where it's like, all right, let's talk about what you are available for, what are like hard and soft limits. And, but I think generally the idea of people sort of losing control is what um, has made these policies so restrictive. And it's really, it's really by and large like credit card companies who are spearheading that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause about the processing. Yeah. Yeah. Like I know a couple people who run their own websites yeah. and you know, Hunger FF who we've interviewed on the show. Love him. Had like, you know, had to search pretty far and wide to find someone who would do processing on his fisting website. Yeah. Cause people go like, oh no, we're not gonna do that. Yeah. yeah. They're like shockingly prudish. Yeah. Um, and you know, I mean, I, at, at some level, I can understand like people being sort of risk averse, especially with hypno, where it's like someone could come with a charge back and say like, "Oh yeah, I didn't actually want to make this charge, right?" Like someone, someone I saw controlled the preview me. video right, and right. they controlled me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, for me, that seems like a reach, you know, and a, a pretty like intense <laughs> misunderstanding of what hypnosis is and you know is capable of. Sure. Um, so yeah, we we wound up with more and more restrictive policies. What's been interesting is like it used to be that if I if I published a video that was me hypnotizing someone else that it would frequently get flagged. And now it's like even ones where I'm just sort of like, you know, talking to the screen, hypnotizing, you know, the assumed viewer, um, those are getting those are getting flagged on my OnlyFans account as well. So it's, you know, who's flagging them? Like who's watching them and being like, oh, I don't like this. I mean, it's got to be. Well, I I don't think that it's It's someone that's paying for it. right? I don't I don't think so. I think I think in this case, like my account has, in effect, like uh, been flagged in some way where they they're they will not even publish any of my videos before a moderator has a chance to sort of like scan through it. Um, so like it shows up on, on the site as like, oh, your video is processing. I'm like, you've had plenty of time to process this video. This oh, is not they're like so someone sitting there watching it all the way through jerking off. Hope. I mean, I, I would, I would hope, you know, at least somebody gets to enjoy it that way. But that's but. so crazy. Cause I used to follow some people that did like, um, public stuff mm -hmm. like out in the park right. or on a walk or whatever. And those all, all those videos came down Yeah, and they were like, oh, we're switching over to just for fans. And yeah. then they did. And then they all came down off of just for fans. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, uh, I've had much better luck on just for fans, but you know, they ostensibly have a policy against hypnosis as well. You know, so I just, I'm, I'm, I'm mindful about like the language that I use and I try yeah. to be like, oh, it's, you know, mind fucks, you know, it's like, we'll call it yeah. what we need to call it. Um, That's so Zootopia. crazy. Zootopia. We'll call it Zootopia. Mind Fox. <laughs> well, so let's get into the like the nuts and bolts here. So mm. you had a friend, or you had a previous boyfriend who was sort of open to doing this to you. Yeah. You got excited about that. Yeah. Um. Obviously, um, on your account, you show things Hole. of both Hole and Pole, uh, but both you being hypnotized and you doing the hypnotizing. Yeah. So how did you learn these skills? And do you prefer one over the other? Yeah. So um, I think. <laughs> he hasn't even answered yet in your shot. <laughs> um, I wouldn't want to be on the receiving end of it. Really? The dick? No. Oh, of of hypnosis? I mean. Uh, it's the, the hypnotizing. Yeah. Because you're scared. Because I, I feel like it would unleash something horrible in me. I used to not like the time smoke. that I hit that guy on the motorcycle and he died and I just kept driving. Like, I feel like that, if that got out. <laughs> 
<laughs> which, which, which time? Yeah. Which, which time exactly? Time. <laughs> no, that never happened. But I just feel I like understand. I, I understand the... Like the time I came, like I came to after getting my braces or taken off or something, and they had to put me under because I was kicking too much. Mm. And I came out and I was like, "I'm not gay." Okay, I'm a little gay, and I just kept <laughs> screaming, "I'm gay!" As they were t- carrying me out of the thing. That's mm. why I didn't smoke weed in high school. I was so scared that I was going to get high and tell everyone that I was gay. Yeah, but what if I was like, "I I got a gun" or something? Something like that. Like, when you hypnotize me? How do you know what, you, what someone's going to say? What kind of skeleton <laughs> do you have? Exactly. I, exactly. I mean. <laughs> I so mean, there you have it, folks. Uh, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah so, How did you uh, learn? So, uh, and, then, and then we can then we can touch on all, all that. Yeah. Sorry, I think we should. Sorry, I think we should. I've we'll, yeah, had uh-huh. two coffees. I'm cranked. Fertile vein. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, I, I think I think that both being hypnotized and um, doing hypnosis are skills. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that one has a little bit higher barrier to entry than the other one does. Sure. Um, it's it's easier, I think, to to be a subject because you're like, oh, this is something that is being done to me. The reality is, it's not something that's being done to you. It's something that you are doing. It's a it's a state uh, that you're able to access, or even over the course of your day to day life. If you, for example, have found that when you drive somewhere. Uh, you wind up getting to your destination, and you're like, "What happened to the past like 15 minutes? I don't know oh, what happened." Yeah. So it's so it's that's kind of a driving hypnosis. You're just sort of you wind up be in a state of absorption, the sort of like fugue in between here and there, where your body can take care of the automatic things that need to happen, you know, for driving. But it's really not so different from that. It's that someone is guiding you into that state, hopefully to you know use it in either a fun or useful way. Um, but practically anyone can go there, and I and I don't think that they're necessarily monsters to be found there, you can wind up with what's called an ab reaction, which is when you give someone a suggestion and the sort of uh, the sort of like quiet observing part of them rejects that suggestion, but in a in a very like like high energy way. Some of the time that can be a pretty like intense reaction. But I for in my experience, that's just that's pretty rare. Um, so like I, I think that it's not it's not like you're losing yourself any more than you're losing yourself when you lose a little bit of time you know driving mm. somewhere. It's just a state of absorption that lets you have more of a like rapport with your other than conscious mind, and you know you can do some fun things with that, um, and some useful things, and some useful fun things. What are some of the things? So like as you're doing this in a sexual and erotic and sort of in a play space mm-hmm. with with a partner because mm-hmm. I've seen from your videos and you know from just cursory research online like you can do this over Zoom, you can mm-hmm. do this over FaceTime, over the phone, you can do it in person. Yeah. What are some of the things that you're doing with partners to make it erotic and sexual? Yeah. So I want to I want to tie it back also a little bit oh, with yeah. a like learning to oh, sure. uh, do it with with and kind of combine the answers there. Um so I think when you are learning to do hypnosis with someone and mm-hmm. like guide them into trance. Um, there are a ton of resources available. There are there are there are outs- really outstanding YouTube channels where folks are just kind of breaking down like a hypnotic induction or you know how best to deliver a suggestion. There is a lot of very good information. There's a lot of very like dodgy, lousy information, but mm-hmm. like you you get kind of a uh, an ability to kind of distinguish between the two. Um, I have a lot of books that I've read and have since I was, you know, at like a fairly early age, just from the interest and the sort of like erotic fixation on it without necessarily intending to do anything about it. Um, a wrinkle in time. Right. <laughs> 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 Oprah really changed. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
and and I think I think the the main the main thing was actually uh, having folks who are willing to practice it with me and, oh, sure. and who are oh, yeah. who are interested in kind of like all right, well, I'll be, you know, your first subject or your second subject or your third or so on when I'm kind of like ironing out the technique in my mind. But I think, you know, having a huge fetish for this uh, has been beneficial in that there's always sort of a voice in the back of my mind that's like, that's like, say this next, you know, or say this next. Oh, um, and that, and that, and that, that helps. Um, I think so. I think consuming so much sort of like information and media about it, there's a little bit of a kind of like background process that's like, here's what you could try. Um, and that's not to say that it's always gone well, but I do I do feel like I can kind of rely on it a little bit at this point. Yeah. And what like what are the things that you're doing? Yeah. yeah. So um, I I have a sort of variety of things that I really like um, uh, that are erotically charged for me, and you can you can kind of like break it down into things that are sort of in the moment things, uh-huh. like make someone feel especially horny or make them feel like pleasure at your touch or make them feel you know some particular way. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do things like, I mean, hypno bondage is is also, uh, you know, a delightful way to just experience, uh, you know, kind of bondage without necessarily my having to learn a bunch of uh, a bunch knots. of knots and rope skills. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You don't um, gotta be a Boy Scout to play. Yeah, right, exactly. So that's that can be really fun. Like, being that able to, you're just like, yeah, or, or you or you can, you know, we'll, and we might experiment a little bit with that later. Um, oh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, with that can be, be a fun one. Exactly, exactly. Uh, so, uh, I think that can be a really fun way to play, um, the kind of like hypno bondage, uh, telling people that they're stuck or, you know, there's the whole ASFR where you kind of like freeze them as a statue and can kind of pose them or like do stuff to them. Um, and that, that, that I would like to do that. It's very, pose someone, but they have to stay hard. Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly. That's a good, that's a, that's, that's, that's a, that's a great one. It's like, oh, you know, the, the, uh, the more I move and pose your limbs, the hornier you get, you know, is kind of a way that I might frame this. I'm in. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, <laughs> so is there like like horny zone like like soundtrack? It's uh, just I, I wild. Hope, yeah. It's just so crazy uh, to me. Yeah. Um, so th- the thing that the things that have a lot of charge for me though are kind of like longer term like transformation type stuff where it's like I want to like grow you or I want you to like grow your belly or I want you to like um, you know become some way or transform yourself because of the work that we're doing together and you just find yourself making decisions more and more in your day-to-day life that like move you in that direction. Uh, so that can be very fun. That's the type of okay. hypnosis that I think my mom did a very long time ago when she was trying to lose weight. Yeah. And she went in and she made this lady make everything sweet taste mm. bad to her. Yeah. And it did last for about a month. But she stopped going to that lady. Yeah. And she started eating those sweets again. Mm. And Nikki got thick. Well, I know Nikki, Nikki, Nikki one thing about me, ass. one thing about me and Nikki is we both like a sweet. Yeah, you do. Um, no, this is my curiosity. So in my hometown where I grew up, every New Year's Eve, I remember really specifically, they would do getting hypnotized? No, they would do like um activities in the downtown area. This sounds like a very small town thing, but just outside of Chicago. Yeah, Chicago. Um you go to an art gallery, you go there's like a band playing in the bank lobby. You know, they were trying to like activate the downtown or whatever. And every sounds year to me. for like 5 or 6 years in the library there was a guy doing hypnosis and he would do like on the hour, they'd fill up the little like conference room, seminar room at the library and to an audience of like 150, 200 people, he would do his like shtick 
And it would happen over and over and over again that night. And he would always bring up about eight or ten people. Mm-hmm. He'd sort of hypnotize the whole bunch. And it's all that stuff you see on the internet mm-hmm. where it's like, when I go like this, I'm invisible. Or when I go like this, I become Michael Jordan. Or you're a chicken. Or every time you hear the word X, Y, and Z, you act like, you know, everything is really loud or whatever. And then I was always, you know, whether or not I bought into what was happening, I always thought to myself, like, what if these people go home and they're, you know, and they're driving they along snap and, and all they... of a sudden they're a chicken while they're driving. Yeah. So I'm curious. Is that what possible? If, what's the deal what's with all lawsuit? of that? I mean, so 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 that that kind of is possible. I would say it, the the idea that some suggestion could remain active after the mm-hmm. after the session or performance that you see, and and I think that the responsible thing for any hypnotist to do is to clean up after themselves if they're giving them suggestions like that. No, I know you're not a hypnotist, but just listen to the advice. The <laughs> advice clean was up clean up every time I leave here, I leave yourself. all this sitting out for someone else. <laughs> I don't even think about, it. and there's something wrong. Huh? I mean, so I mean, so so Victor is going to like subtly hypnotize you then to like well, that's not subtly that's not subtle. Do it. Do it. Fix me. Fix me. Fix me, daddy. My car's clean now for once. Uh, uh, um, uh, so what what happens? Um, do you like hire yourself out? Like, do people are like, oh, I want you to come hypnotize me? And then what's a general session if someone's like, I want to be hypnotized, and you're like, for what? And they're like, I don't know, do whatever. Yeah. So um, I, right right now, I, I'm not doing uh, like general sessions for hire. Like it's it's something that I've kind of bandied around, but it's like I, I it's it, it's very time consuming. Yeah. Um, and and frankly, it's it's also like quite like energy intensive to do it, and you have to sort of like plan things out and you know come up. You know, I p- usually will prepare some sort of outline if I'm going to do a play session with somebody. Um, so so generally, I haven't been able to find a way to make the kind of value equation make sense for me yeah. to do that on a for hire basis yet. But I have a number of like regular play partners with whom I'll do it. And then I'll do it, you know, in the, you know, like OnlyFans capacity where I'm like hypnotizing whoever is viewing the video. And that that can actually really that varies in terms of the response that people will have. I think with practice, anyone can get to the point where they'll have a good hypnotic trance yeah. from from video. But it's way easier to do in person when you can actually see the visual cues from someone where it's like, oh, they're ready for this or they're like at this level of depth and so on. Right. Um, uh. So yeah, that's that's kind of the way that I've done it. I mean, I have I have a. a couple of play partners who I can film with regularly and then like a handful of play partners um, with whom you know we just we just play and just enjoy it um, and that that's been good you know like that's doing doing it over zoom also is relatively recent for me mm. uh, it was something that I had I was a little bit hesitant to do just because again it's a little bit lower fidelity for as, yeah. for as of a medium for something like that right. but it actually had really good results with it um, it helps that I'm working with folks who are you know fairly hypnotizable um, you know out, out the gate and the result of that has been some like pretty fun hot sessions over Zoom, and then we can you know in cases record that and do whatever we want to do. Trap. You can't do nothing. <laughs> <laughs> now my question to you, and then we're gonna and then we're gonna we're get gonna get a demonstration. Um, I have two questions for you yeah. because um, like on your Twitter, you obviously like tease a lot of the content on your OnlyFans. I'm curious to know what I- in a play session is your favorite sort of dynamic mm. to receive and, then can you do it to him? and give. Like yeah. I was, there was some clip on there where someone was hypnotizing you to basically like at the mention of a specific word immediately you know, find a dick to suck whatever dick was there, which mm. I think was only the one person in mm. the room. But yeah. the idea would be, 
What if it wasn't? <laughs> you know? What if that <laughs> what person if was wasn't? trying to get you there and then you went straight for the cameraman? I mean, <laughs> I, I'm still still hot. You yeah. know? And, and really, <laughs> you find a cucumber and you're like, this works. And, and, and that, would be, that would be on them for not being specific with the suggestion if it were, if it were any not dick. Not cleaning up that Nearest, any dick, nearest get, dick to right? mm. Exactly. So uh, as far yeah. as being hypnotized or hypnotizing, what are you, was your yeah. favorite in that play area? Yeah, so at, at this point, it's, it's, it's pretty even. Like, mm -hmm. I, I really, like, I would say in the beginning for me, like, I, I had a lot more of a sort of sub-drive where I'm like, I want someone to do this to me. Um, and then as time went on and I just realized that oh, I can exert a lot of control and I can like, the, started to explore the various options. Yeah. Then it was like, oh, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm popping wood thinking about both of these things, which is sort of my litmus for, you know, like how interested am I really, you know, just like, right. just daydreaming about it. Popping so, wood. Popping but, wood. You know, it's like, oh yeah, that's not, that's not going to lie to me. Um, so <laughs> it's like usually, when you're looking for water in the woods. With, the what dowsing, do you call that? With dowsing. The, yeah, yeah, there you go. yeah. 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 Um, you know the one. No, <laughs> but um, I will say that uh, the, it has been you know traditionally a lot easier to find you know subjects who want to work with me than to find like like hypnodoms who want to work with me. So usually, God. usually I it's like, wait, why do you um, think that is? I think it's I think it comes back to that barrier to entry and uh -huh. that like the the first few times definitely that you're doing hypnosis with someone where you're the hypnotist is a very vulnerable position to be in because yeah. you're like oh what if this doesn't work you know like what if what if what if and so it's it's I think it's a it's a real barrier for people to kind of like overcome on that side whereas you know as a as a subject it's more like oh well I'm just I'm going to this is going to work on me or it's not and it's probably going to work on me because I really want it to yes yeah that makes sense. You gotta have that belief. That all tracks. You gotta believe. Like Tinkerbell, you gotta clap. That helps. So we are going to have an in-studio demonstration now. We have spoken to HR, and it is everything is fine as long as no one comes. Yeah, there's no. Oh, that's that's really the only constraint. Oh, that, sweet. Well, you yeah. <laughs> well, we you see we've blocked we out the window, the so yeah. anyone walking by doesn't you know catch a glimpse and we get in trouble. Uh, and we've vetted, you know, like we've we've every we've had, we one time we had a, a jumbo cock in the room. What was it? It was at the a other silicone location. pump dick, and we played with it. And so mm. everything's fine. Mm. So yeah, so we've talked through. Everyone is comfortable, but yeah, the rule we were given was no one no one can come. Okay, in the room, which right. is. Is like basically like college dorm room rules. Like you don't come in this room. Right. <laughs> I used to jerk off in my college dorm room. But was it like two twins uh -huh. near each other? No. See, that was the rule that me and my roommates always had. Never come in the same so room. So where were you coming? In the shower? The bathroom, in the shower. Like a normal fucking person. Down the drain while you cried. <laughs> I was never crying. I was sometimes I was smoking a cigarette in there. <laughs> it was a double task. I was trying to in the shower? Yeah, you stick out, and then like Willow Pill, you got a cold glass of milk in the corner. All right. All right. Okay, so we are going to do a demonstration. When I'm we so come excited. Back. Um, uh, yeah, so let's take a break, we'll and a we'll break be right we'll back. Do a demonstration. So we're now going to observe a demonstration uh, with Jeremy and um, a willing participant named James. Anything to say before we do it? No come. No come. <laughs> okay, here we go. Let's go to the demo. Shh. Okay. 
So first of all, uh, thanks for agreeing to do this with me. I really appreciate it. Yes. Uh, so um, to, to begin, I was hoping to ask you a little bit about uh, experience that you might have had with hypnosis before and um, just sort of like what that was like for you. Um, so can I... Yeah. Um, I experimented with uh, hypnosis about, I would say, a few months ago. Um, I was having some issues with um, letting go, I would think, like my anxiety get the best of me um, in most se sexual situations. And I think um, I realized that I had some issues with control that I needed um, to relinquish. And by relinquishing those, I feel like I was able to like get out of those anxieties. So, yeah. Awesome. And you and I haven't done hypnosis before, so this is the first time that you and I have done it. Um, can you tell me a little bit about what it felt like when you were going into trance, when you remember going into trance the last time that you did that? Uh, yeah. Um, I think it's very, very similar to meditation. Um, you know, you know, taking those deep breaths and then realizing that your brain and your subconscious are kind of like, like molding kind of into one, you know, one big situation. Um, and I think that, that, you know, almost, you know, Zen mode, you know, is a very euphoric and um, erotic situation. So awesome. So I just want you to kind of like hold that in mind a little bit right now. We can start to just let that Zen sort of relaxation you know, come into your mind. And now what I want to do is we can start with um, what we call some suggestibility tests. There's a set. I want you to experiment something with me. I want you to go ahead and hold out your hands. So, so you're going to hold them where they're out in front of you. That's exactly right. I want you to close your eyes. And I want you to imagine you don't have to force or do anything and just allow it to happen. Your hands have very powerful magnets in them, and they can begin to slowly pull themselves together more and more tightly, more and more automatically, those magnets becoming stronger and stronger, just finding that it's so easy for your hands now to just drift toward one another just inexorably naturally, just finding that those magnets pull those hands together so naturally, so powerfully, more and more powerfully now, more and more powerfully now, more and more powerfully now, until they touch and just naturally clasp. You can just let those hands just intertwine and clasp now. Go ahead, just intertwine. And class. You can open your eyes. Put your hands like this. Perfect. And just lock out your elbows. Lock out your Perfect. All right. Now, those magnetic hands, you're going to find that they're just locked, stuck now. You can just go ahead and try and pull them apart. Just go ahead and try and pull them apart, but you'll find that they're just locked, just locked, stuck right now. Very good. Now, you can just let yourself relax and sleep. Sleep deeper and deeper, and your hands can automatically just untangle, untwine naturally, easily, effortlessly, becoming completely relaxed. And you just find that the more that I speak, the more relaxed you get. And there's just a wave of relaxation that you can allow to go from the top of your head to the tips of your toes now, just more and more deeply relaxed. You'll find that whenever I touch you, your body just relaxes where I touch, just becomes more and more relaxed, just continues to just melt as though it's just melting away, like candle wax, just melting away and just becoming more and more easily, effortlessly relaxed anywhere that I touch from now until the remainder of this session. 
now. You're going to find that anytime I, and only I, say the words deepest sleep, you're going to drop right back down into this wonderful, profound relaxation, this perfect, profound hypnosis that you can never remember having, this wonderful, deep, deep state of peaceful, peaceful relaxation. Anytime that I, and only I, say the phrase deepest sleep, this is exactly where you're going to go, but twice as deeply down and twice as quickly down into trance as you were just a moment ago. Now, on the count of three, I'm going to have you open your eyes, feel wide awake and refreshed, but you know that part of your mind is going to be so eager to drop so deeply down anytime that I and only I say the phrase deep asleep. When you understand and accept the suggestion, just give me a little nod. Very good. You'll open your eyes and feel wide awake now on the count of three. One, two, three, open your eyes. How do you feel? Uh, good. Just woke up from a big nap. Oh. It's nice and relaxed. So what I want you to do is uh, let's, let's uh, go back into hypnosis again. You're ready to go into trance with me? All right. Shake on it. What I want you to do is just focus on your hand. Just allow your hand to go in and out of focus. Just in and out of focus and take a deep breath in. And sleep deep, deep down, deep asleep. Deep, deep asleep, deep asleep, deeper and deeper. And you find that any time that I say deep asleep and you're already hypnotized, you're just going to go twice as deep as you were just a moment ago, deep asleep. Remembering that any time that I touch part of your body, that part just relaxes so much more deeply. And that relaxation just spreads from any part that I touch all throughout your body, just enjoying that feeling so very much. Because it is such a wonderful feeling in your body and your mind. You find that the deeper you go, the better you feel. And the better you feel, the deeper you go. Very good. Very good. Now, I want you to imagine, with your very powerful imagination now, that you're at the top of a flight of stairs. And they're very sturdy stone stairs. And there's a nice wood railing to the side. You can easily grip. You can see this so clearly in your mind now. There are 10 steps to the bottom. And with each step that you descend, down this flight of stairs, you're going to find that you go twice as deep into trance. I want you, with your hand on that rail, feeling so stable, secure, and relaxed, to take that first step down now. Very good. And just double the depth of relaxation that you feel and double your trance. And take that second step now, deeper and deeper down, more and more relaxed. That effortless relaxation, just doubling again as you take that third step down. Feeling so safe, so secure, relaxed, and hypnotized, and enjoying that feeling so very much as you take that fourth step and go deeper and deeper down now. So much deeper than you thought you could. As you take that fifth step and go even deeper, that sixth step, go even deeper down, feeling so safe, so secure, and understanding. As you take that seventh step, you're going into the most perfect, profound trance that you can never remember having. And you take that eighth step deeper and deeper down, seeing those stone stairs so clearly in front of you, and take that ninth step deeper and deeper down, the tenth step, and deeper and deeper down. Very good. Now in front of you, you're going to see a red door with a golden knob. The door is a door that you can open to your other than conscious mind. And you have a key in your pocket that goes into the gold knob for that red door. I want you to take that key out, put it in the door and unlock it, and then pass through the door. And I'll come with you. My voice will go with you. Very good. Now on the other side of that door, I want you to hand that key to me and I'll take good care of it. Very good. Now you see in front of you a, a wooden bench where we can sit down and relax for a moment. You can sit down and I'll sit down there with you. And you can just, as you go and sit down on the bench, drop into even deeper and deeper trance. 
me find that with each and every word that I say, you can allow yourself to go more deeply into trance and just enjoy that feeling, that feeling, a very pleasurable trance in your body and your mind. Now, what you're going to find is that when you awaken again, you're going to be stuck to your chair. You're going to find that you're unable to get up out of your chair, that you're stuck to it as if you were glued there. I'm going to instruct you to try and get up out of your chair after I awaken you. And you're going to find that you're stuck there. And eventually, I'm going to bring you right back down into this trance just twice as deeply and quite twice as quickly as you were before. So you'll open your eyes on the count of three. I'm going to instruct you to try and get up out of that chair. But you're going to find that you're stuck there and you won't be able to. You can just give me a little nod when you understand and accept the suggestion. Very good. All right. So you open your eyes now, feeling awake and refreshed on the count of three. One, two, three. Open your eyes. I'm going to try and get up and have a little, little stretch. Get a little, get a little blood in your... Come on. You can get up. Get up out of your chair. A little stretch. You know, it seems like you might be stuck to your chair. No, really try. Really try. Really try. And then deep asleep. Good boy. Good boy. Deep, deep down. Deep, deep asleep. Very good. Very good. Feeling so relaxed. So relaxed. So at peace. Just enjoying how my voice can always bring you back down to this perfect, profound relaxation. Now, what you'll find is that feeling of being stuck to your chair, that unable to move feeling, something that your other than conscious mind is going to remember. And any time that I say the word freeze, you're going to find that you freeze completely in place. If you're staring in any direction, your eyes will remain fixed in that direction. You'll be freezed as if you were a statue. And like a statue, you're going to be posed in certain ways. Like a mannequin, you'll find that your limbs automatically allow me to move them as if I were moving a rag doll. But when I let go of the limb, that it remains there as if you were a posable statue as if you were a posable statue. Anytime that I say freeze, you'll find that your body freezes in place, but you'll allow me to move any limb, and your limb will remain there when I leave it there. When you understand and accept the suggestion, give me a little nod. Very good. Good boy. All right. Now, I'm going to awaken you on the count of three. Let's chat for a moment. One, two, three. Wide awake. Um... Good. A little tired, but... A little tired. <laughs> Why don't you go ahead and freeze right now? Let's freeze. Very good. You need to find, that as I move, any limb of yours just automatically, like a rag doll, so allows me to move it and then remains in place as if you were a posable statue. Exactly. Perfect. Very good. You're doing so very well. So if you were a posable statue, you can just allow any part of you to remain exactly where I place it. It's a posable statue. And you'll find that any time that I say the word unfreeze, you'll become back to normal and just unfreeze now. Very good. Very good. All right. And deep asleep. Deep asleep. Deep, deep down. Deep, deep asleep. Very good. Now, what I want you to find is that when I put a gold pocket watch in front of your face, you're going to find that you begin to feel pleasure in your body and your mind. Your eyes will remain fixed on that pocket watch. And what you'll begin to think about is all the times that you've felt pleasure in the recent past, the different places in your body where you feel pleasure. So you might think about the places that you feel pleasure when you're by yourself, whether you feel pleasure that's coming up 
around your cock or your balls or your prostate or your hole, your lips, mouth, and throat, all those places in your body where you feel pleasure. And I just want you to imagine those as a constellation of stars right now, and those little pinpricks of light where you can feel pleasure. And what you're going to find is that you, when you focus on the pocket watch, you're going to remain fixated in place. Your eyes will remain on that watch. But the more that it swings and spins in front of your eyes, the more pleasure you're going to feel. And any time that I snap my fingers or any time that I tap you, you're going to find that the pleasure that you feel doubles and it's going to become almost unbearable. It's going to become a sort of orgasm in your body. And it's going to feel better and better any time that I snap my fingers or tap you, feeling this pleasure and focused on the pocket watch that's in front of your eyes. And it's going to feel so good. And you're going to want to feel better better and better, knowing that as you do, that as you do, any time that I snap my fingers or any time that I go ahead and touch you and tap you, you're going to feel that pleasure double. It's going to be so very nice, very good. Now, when you understand and accept the suggestion, you can give me a little nod. Very good. It's going to be so interesting because if I have you talk about any particular thing and then you begin to see that shiny gold watch you're going to find that you immediately stop talking and just focus on the pleasure it's going to be such a strange interruption where you're just going to allow that pleasure to move in on your mind and allow that pleasure to take control very good so i'm going to wake you up on the count of three ask you some questions about something that may seem unrelated but you know that anytime you see that watch you're going to stop talking and find that that pleasure just begins to mount in all those places in your body where you feel such intense pleasure very good now, you'll open your eyes on the count of three. One, two, three, open your eyes. So one of the things that I find very, very interesting about uh, chatting with you is you have always got like, uh, you have the best TikTok videos. So James has the best TikTok videos that I've ever seen. So I was wondering if you could tell me like, what, what do you think like makes for a video that is like a good TikTok video? Oh. <laughs> well, I mean, half of my TikToks now are like all like thirsty ones. So, uh, uh. very good. I understand all about those thirsty TikTok videos. I just feel better and better. And anytime I do this, anytime that I tap you, you know what happens. I just feel better and better. Very good until it becomes almost unbearable. Very good. That's right. Feeling better and better. Better and better and better and better and better and better and better. And deep asleep. Deep asleep. Very good. Good boy. Very good. Now, you find that pleasure, that pleasure that it's seeping into your mind and that it doesn't ever really go away. And it goes into a reservoir in your mind where all of that pleasure is only cumulative. And that place in your mind where that pleasure accumulates just becomes deeper and deeper and more profound. The more that we work together, you find that that pleasure becomes deeper and more profound anytime that we choose to access it. it. Never really goes away. It just seeps back into that reservoir. You can see that in your mind now. Very good. Now, thank you for, for enjoying this time with me. I want to wake you up once again. When I do, I'm going to shake your hand. And you're going to feel a very intense orgasm. In fact, on the count of three, I want you to bring to mind an orgasm that you had recently, a very intense one. And I want you to allow yourself to fully experience that. And you find, as I count to three now, that you're going to feel with each count 
closer and closer to the intensity that you felt and just finding that that pleasure just goes into that reservoir of deeper and deeper pleasure. And any time that I shake your hand from now on, you're going to find that you feel an even more intense orgasm than the one that you bring to mind. When you understand, accept the suggestion, give me a little nod. Very good. All right, I'm going to count to three now, and with every count, you're going to get closer to that orgasm in your mind, and on the count of three, you're going to feel it exactly as it was. One, closer and closer, feeling so good. Two, closer and closer. And three, feel that orgasm now. Just feel that orgasm moving through you now, moving through your body and mind in all those ways, in ways that you know, in ways that you're only beginning to discover now. Very good. And you can just let that pass now. And it goes right back into that war reservoir of pleasure that you know as you go deep asleep, deeper and deeper. Very good. Very good. Now, count of five, I'm going to awaken you from trance. I'm going to, you know, when you ever, whenever you feel me shake your hand, you're going to feel an orgasm that was twice as intense as you were, as it was just a moment ago. And when you feel that I don't let go and I continue to hold onto your hand when I shake it, the orgasm is only going to continue to mount in intensity. More and more intense, the longer that I hold onto your hand, you won't want me to stop. It's just going to feel so good and so overpowering. When you understand, give me a nod and Good boy. All right. You want to awaken now on the count of five. One, two, three, four. Opening your eyes and five. Back in your body and wide awake. Very good. Very good. You're an awesome subject. That was nice. <laughs> that was very nice. <laughs> very good. I'd love to hear that. Um, yeah, thank you so much for working with me. You're, uh, you're a delight to work with. Thanks so much. Mm. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ah. Yeah. How's that feel? That feels very good. Yeah, it feels good. <laughs> oh boy. Deep asleep. Deep asleep. Deep asleep. Deep asleep. Good boy. All right. And you can allow all of those suggestions to just go by the wayside right now. You can allow yourself to remember the session, anything that you wish to remember and forget anything that's best forgotten. You're going to find that the suggestions that I've given you can just fade away, can just let themselves be like broken links in your mind as you return to your day-to-day -day life. And anything that you wish to hold on to, you can hold on to, as if you were remembering parts of a very pleasurable dream. I'm going to awaken you now on the count of five, you know, return from hypnosis, feeling wide awake, feeling refreshed, and eager to learn more about hypnosis and do this again sometime. Now, one, awakening on the count of five, one, two, Three, back in your body and oriented in space. Four, opening your eyes. And five, wide awake. Very good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, so, uh, yeah, James is a delightful subject. A very, very good Yes, thank subject. you, James. <laughs> wow. Oh, my gosh. So much to unpack. So much. Um, how do you, do you, how do you feel? I feel like I got a full eight hours of sleep. Really? You were yes. snoring at one point. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. I mean, I would love to do this again. Like, for real. Like, I want to do it tonight. <laughs> have you um, ever been... You said that you listened to some uh, some audio files. Have you ever mm -hmm. worked with someone in person? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, the guy that... Um, his name is Hypno Daddy. He lives in LA, so shout out. But um, yeah, he sends me some audio files, and then um, right before bed, I listen to them, and I fall asleep to them. So this these headphones actually are really soothing. It kind of reminds me back to that. Got situation. it. Okay, so you're I, open to this, and you've done it before, so it was easier yep. for you mm -hmm. because 
they've done it before. Right. Wow. And you two hadn't worked together before ever. We're about but to. But you know each other. Yeah, oh, we, wow. we, we know each other. We, I think we've kind of meant to for some time. Like, And I'm like, oh, well, why don't we do it on Why don't we do it on a podcast? Do it on the podcast. For the world to see. <laughs> so wild. That was incredible. That was so intense. Um, do you have any recollection of what happened? Were you in a position where you sort of saw what was happening, like sort of an out-of-body experience, or do you know what just happened? I would say the best way to explain what just happened was like when you wake up in the middle of the night and then you're like, oh, I got to get some water. And then you grab the water, and then you go to your bed, and then you're like, okay. And then you don't really remember how long you were up, you know? Oh, yeah, uh, and then you wake up with a water bottle next to you. Yes. And everyone's How like, about a glass of water? What are you... Trying to kill the We planet? got glass of water, glass of water. <laughs> um, and then glass we're going to take a break and sort of do another check-in here with Jeremy. But uh, do you feel like you had a couple orgasms? Uh, some tinglings, yes. Some tinglings. Uh-huh. You wet in your crotch? <laughs> I'm going to have to change. Ah! <laughs> ah! Okay. Let. Ah! <laughs> Thank you, James. Thank you, James. Let's take Thank a break. We'll, we'll right be back. right back. Ah! <laughs> and we're back. That was a first for us in the studio. Yeah, for sure. Really incredible. Thank you for like sharing that. Yeah. And uh, James is off camera right now, but thank you for doing that. Covering we really his crop. Shout out to James. Uh, appreciate that. Um, wow. That was insane. I want to do it now. You have such like a gentle voice when you're doing it. I was like, at one point I was like, maybe I'll close my eyes and start joining in. I saw you trying to drop down that staircase. Well, yeah, it was around stair number five. And I was like, well, I still got five more. I can squeeze it. Uh, I can jump it. I, I kind of love it when, um, like when, when doing like workshops and stuff and there's, you know, f like folks who are watching because a lot of the time you'll have a, you know, a good number of folks who do kind of drop a bit, um, which is, which is really fun. And then, you know, if, if you're, if you're a little sneaky about it, you can invite them to come up if you want to. Uh, oh. but like, uh, but yeah, the, you know, people, people have a pretty like, there's a huge like distribution of like hypnotizability in general. I, I think that effectively anyone can learn to be hypnotized, but some folks are, you know, more naturally able to just yes. go there. And yeah, so a lot of the time folks who are like in an audience or whatever, just kind of like naturally find that they just slip into it. Yeah, I feel like a lot of theater students would slip right in. No it. joke though. Yeah, it really- very opening exercise. Well, the way you started yeah. is like, this, how many times have I walked this? Imagine the stairs, you uh -huh. know, we had to imagine the globe and follow it around in our brains. So mm -hmm. I was like, I was like, I could do this. Yeah. I feel like I'm very open to this. I think there's yeah. a ton of a ton about about acting the way that I see it done. I mean, not an actor, obviously, but like seeing it done that to me like looks a lot like hypnotic phenomena. Like when yeah. you're like assuming a character and like right. really like inhabiting that, it's like it's like you really you're using the power of suggestion with yourself. Yeah, I remember when I played Mr. Dussel in the Diary of Anne Frank. I really had to zone in on that, and sometimes I would walk off stage and be like, "What scene are we on?" Because I was <laughs> so into it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Now, could you hypnotize me to get rid of my gag reflex? So, uh, yes. Sign me up. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, this, this, I've, 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 I've worked on this before. Could you hypnotize me to one, not feel that pain, and two, stop smoking weed all day every day? Is that what you really want, though? Yes. Really? Oh, oh I mean, yeah, sure. <laughs> the addiction got her. They got me now. She got uh, me. I'm yeah. sitting at work sometimes like, I have a headache. Why? And it's like, oh, you haven't smoked weed in three hours. You know um, what I'm talking about? Yeah. That It was a really fascinating thing to observe. And I think I will definitely say, obviously, we're filming this. This goes on YouTube. You know, there's going to be hella comments that are like, he's it's faking. Fake, it's fake. He's sleep. But what's the, what's the takeaway there? It's like, because it's like you said, it's very similar to meditation, right? It's the idea that you want, you have to be open to it. You want to do all of the things in order to unlock those parts of your brain. So what do you say when like, oh, you brought your friend and you guys talked in the car and you said, you're going to fake two orgasms. You're going to look at my watch and get horny. And, uh, you know, you're going to pretend to go to sleep every time I say sleep. What do yeah. you say to that? Yeah. So, I mean, I think, I mean, there, there, there are folks where you're just never going to convince them and that's fine. Yeah. Right. Like I'm like, it's more for me. Fuck after this. But, right, but uh, it, it's, it's, it's really like the way that I look at it is everything that, you all that you see and all that you touch and everything under the sun you know it's it's really it's from your mind it's it's of the mind right whether mm -hmm. or not there's some physical material reality outside there everything that we experience arises in the mind it's all mind stuff and it's a matter of saying all right that thing that part that is generative of this fantasy of you know right even this is a kind of fantasy mm -hmm. that that part is something that you can open up and you can you can expose it to someone else and you can use the power of language to reach into it and, and create some really, really intense experiences for yourself. I think that um, to me, it kind of comes down to th thinking about experiences that you've had that might not necessarily come out of just the material reality where you are. I mean, I think dreams are the greatest example in my mind. You have an entire world that arises in your mind, right? And you can say, oh, well, that's not real. And I'm like, well, sure, but does it matter in the dream? Like you, you can have a very powerful experience that, uh, that, that your can, mind is generative. Yeah. It, it's generating the entire thing. We know there's not a reality outside. And waking up from a dream like that, like we know we have nightmares that shape the the fears that we have in the very real world. Mm -hmm. We have epiphanies in our dream. We have visions in our dream that we go like, oh, I have to change my job or I'm going to paint my bedroom pink. You know, like yeah. those things come to us in a dream. Or and my grandma coming to me and telling me I'm going to hell. You know what I mean? <laughs> Just making a dream. You'll love it though. Yeah, well, it's uh, be I'll be down there. <laughs> but yeah, like that, that we because we are generating it ourselves, I think we buy into it a little more and we're yeah. like, well, I saw it in a dream, so it must be true. And I mean, even with hypnosis, you're generating it yourself. It's just you're allowing someone to guide that right. experience. Mm. How, like, have you ever had someone that just is not responsive? Like you've tried two or three times and they just will not let themselves get there? So usually when, when folks are wanting to do hypnosis with me, they're, they, they have some motivation to get yeah. there. Um, I, have, I have worked with folks yeah. who, are, who are less uh, um, sort of naturally hypnotizable, and it takes, it takes some, some work and some different strategies to get there. So like I'll do things like uh, one, of the, one of the things that, um, that I'll do with folks who might have like uh, ADHD because a lot of the time they'll have a hard time sort of fixating on some particular thing or like holding attention in some place is 
I'll try and uh, go with kind of a noisier hypnotic induction and use like a confusion induction or things like that. Just overstimulate. Yeah, exactly. Confusion <laughs> the mind. And then, and then once you have a trance, like for folks who are less hypnotizable, my experience is sometimes that it's less, it, 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 it holds on less. It's less sticky um, at risk of using the word. Um, but, uh, and there are ways to kind of like help to make that deeper and more, uh, more persistent. So I'll, I'll, I'll use different like sense modalities, for example, I'll be like, all right, well, we'll move to touch then. If someone if someone's easily distracted uh, from from you know the voice or something that they're seeing visually, let's try touch. You know there are different different strategies to try. Um, I've never worked with someone who wanted to be hypnotized who was eventually it was not able to be eventually. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've worked with folks who where it took some more some more practice. Okay. Wow. It was really wild. That to was witness. so crazy. Yeah. For sure. Cool. Cool. Well, all right. Well, um, we did it. Oh, what's done. your, what's your, I, I feel like I asked this before, but I think you just said you like both sides of it. I mm. want to know very specific activity. Mm, what yeah. is your favorite to be hypnotized to do? This. Because. That tattoo. That it, arm's been up so <laughs> No, only because when we asked James earlier, how do you feel? And he says, like, I had a good night's rest and sort of like it was all a dream. Mm. So my question is, like, do you have a favorite thing to do in that trance state because you can't really remember it. Yeah. So, so my thing is I'm, I'm sort of like, I'm moderately hypnotizable naturally. I wish that I were more naturally hypnotizable. Mm. It would be like, you have folks who are somnambulists who are just like, just out and they have this, uh, can have vivid hallucinations more or less the first time they go into trance and that sort of thing. Can you spell that word? Somnambulist? Hallucination? No. S A wait, what did it say is that one more time? Somnambulist. Somnambulist. Yeah. S O M N A B. And missed an M, I believe. S N A M B. List. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? You can smell that on your hand. There's like a whole horror film, like a French horror film about the somnambulist who's like like a meditative monster or Mm. a a hypnotized monster. Mm. Anyhow. Awesome. Yeah, I, I, I you should watch. watch. Uh, yeah, it's a go- it's a gooning it's uh, a gooning film. That's, actually. Uh, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but you were saying. Yeah, so I I'm kind of middle of the road. So there are some things that I don't necessarily get like right out the gate and have had to kind of practice up. So one of them is hypnotic amnesia. Um, like if I get a suggestion to forget something. Um, initially I was like, okay, well, I, I can still, I still remember it. You know, I might, I might remember it in a hazy way or whatever, but over the course of time, um, you know, working with, uh, with, with like one particular hypnotist, I was able to develop that faculty more to where when I receive a suggestion to forget something, I'm able to forget it. And for me, that's a really, really hot, hot thing. The idea that someone can sort of like make you forget something that might even be influencing your behavior without you realizing it. Like for, it's just a very pure expression of control in my mind. Yeah, that's Do like they a- they ever give you the memory back? So like, so, so that, that can be part of the fun too. It's like, oh, well, you'll remember it when X, Y, or Z happens, but only for a while, or, you know, you'll remember it, you know, on some particular condition. And then it's like, oh yeah, that happened. That's why I did that thing. Okay, what about for people who like like me who I truly can't remember anything? Would you be able to implant a memory? I mean, so so making false memories is actually like a pretty like straightforward thing to do. Oh. 
Um, yeah, you teach me. I'd like to change some people's minds. It's about kind of a, it like feels like a done fuck, said to them. Fucked um, up thing to do. I know. I think. I think I it can be. I'm just trying to harness it for evil. I mean, it, it, you can harness it for evil, or you can harness it for horny evil. Like I'll yeah. only harness it for horny evil. Like that's my that's my mm-hmm. pledge. Which isn't really evil at the end of the day. That's if everyone's saying. having a good time, you're like, don't you remember you were gonna write me a check? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how? Just. Horny evil mm. to forget or implant a memory. Mm. What's the horny memory? I mean, it's just the, for me, the like horny part is that like I would not, I wouldn't know whether it was a false memory or not, or that I might have forgotten something that was like, that I was suggested to forget. Oh, and like if it's a false memory, maybe like your relationship is that like, you like to be whored out and the guy's saying like totally. you took 20 dicks last night meanwhile you were watching Netflix and in bed asleep right. but like, you implant that right. and then you're like I'm a slut I'm a whore and you're right. really into or it or even oh, or okay. even like oh you know at this earlier point in your life this thing happened and like ever since you See know that? ever since you've like you've wanted to like you know take 20 dicks yeah that so, you know that's the part where it's edging on too evil not horny evil just evil evil I yeah. mean but that's the thing it's like it's, it's a pretty unless that thing. person yeah. wants that memory of course for Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, you better write that contract uh, out. Exactly. I'd write it down word for word and be like, "Now tell me this. <laughs> now tell me this right here." It's you are thin it. and a supermodel. Ah! <laughs> okay. I am Naomi Smalls. We listen. Uh, thank you so much for being here. Thank this you. was very enlightening. Yeah, awesome. I had a wonderful this time. I wish we could have done more. Well, there's always the sequel. There's a, the sequel. Actually, we did a lot more. There were so many dudes in here walking down the stairs. <laughs> down 10 stairs. Yeah. You carry that pocket watch with you all the time? Uh, no, not all the time. Okay. No, I would have it with me like a condom. I, I would just be I would be afraid that, that I might like Come scratch it or something. Uh, yeah. yeah, it looked very nice. And it was like double, double kept, you know. Right. Two bags. Right. Two bags. <laughs> double bag. Um, okay, Bagging. so. Jeremy, a.k.a. Mind Fox with three X's, muscle. People can find you on Twitter at MindFoxMuscle. Yeah. Um, any Anything else to promote? Do you have any workshops coming up people could attend? Or no, not, like at, not at the moment. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah I'll definitely I, – I always will announce stuff on Twitter whenever I'm doing you know workshops. Most of them have been like in the Bay Area, but it would be okay. cool to do them in other places as well. Yeah. Sweet. Awesome. Well, well, thank you. Thanks thank you. so much. Thank awesome. And thank you to your assistant, James. Yes, thanks to James. Oh, James great. Thanks again. For being susceptible. Oh. Can you spell that? Susceptible. S-U-C-E. Is it two C's like success? <laughs> E-C-P-T-A-B-L-E. <laughs> C and C music. Factory. Factory. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to this week's sloppy second. I literally don't even know what letters I said out loud. <laughs> no, me neither. Thank you so much for listening to this week's sloppy spot seconds. You can follow us at Sloppy Pod. You can send us an email to sloppy seconds at gmail.com or call in with your own fuck talk story to 213-536-9180. Or email us sloppysecondspot at gmail.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode which come out every Tuesday and Friday. And you can follow us at Big Dipper Jelly, Spices Meatball on Instagram, Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter and Meatball the Drag Queen on TikTok. And don't forget to follow Mom Podcast everywhere at Mom Podcast. And don't forget to subscribe to Mom Plus so you can get early episodes with no commercials. And these video episodes will be full videos. Unbleeped. Fully edited, though. And on Mom Plus, we have a little five-minute 
after show that you get right behind the 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 paywall, right after the credits here. Paywall pussy. That's right. So let's all say goodbye and flex our muscles. You see what? Damn. (laughs) (laughs) To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad free, and to watch our full video episodes. Sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by... William Pitts! Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.